0: welcome back to the pod crashed today we are talking about american airlines flight 587 thanks for listening casey mariah how are you i'm good how are you doing uh
1: i am doing much better than i was the last time we recorded yes
0: (laughs) much much better
1: yeah Uh, um yeah i would say i'm about 75 percent better so i will take Um, it i'm still in a little bit of pain but uh, uh, still no taste or smell no taste or smell i was thinking about um i've been enjoying food by texture Mm. um and so i think like by far crunchy crunchy food is my favorite now (laughs) so i think if uh Yeah, I was reading it's, you know, they don't know actually what causes it, but um, they think and they, (laughs) the like general medical community, um, they think that it uh, like it affects basically this like nerve in your nose when Ah. it like becomes inflamed and sometimes that nerve doesn't regenerate itself. And so that's what they think, why the like the prolonged or that uh, like taste and smell comes back very slowly because it's it like has to regenerate. But in some people, it uh, hasn't regenerated. And so I'm on day 15, so I'm still holding out. It's, you know, still lot of time. I've had I've heard some people who took six weeks, you know, 12 weeks. So we'll see oh wow we will see yeah wow. um zero zero out of ten recommend yeah obviously. Oh my God, so but it's okay i'm here i'm alive i am one of the lucky ones and i will take it so
0: i am extremely glad that you are alive obviously. yes yeah um i i do hope it like um I don't understand nerves and Me I don't either. understand planes, but here we yeah. are. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, <laughs> Talking about two things that we are clearly expert on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, when I had Bell's palsy, I think I talked oh, about that a little bit because yeah. that's nerve damage, right? I had mm-hmm. an ear infection and the ear infection was like, while I'm here, I'm going to attack the nerves in your face mm-hmm. so that your face is half paralyzed.
1: Yes, my dad had it.
0: Oh, and but his went away, right? Yeah, his went away. So, yeah, I had it as a 11th grade girl in high oh. school, had it. And everybody, the doctor and my mom, who's a nurse, were just like, it will last a few weeks. Like after yeah. like six weeks, your face will be normal again. And I was like, OK. Yeah. And then after it went away, after I was all better, they were like, yeah, we didn't have any idea if it would come back or not. We just didn't want to scare oh you. <laughs> oh, like some people it's permanent because apparently that's a thing with nerve damage maybe it just sometimes it comes back and sometimes it
1: doesn't yeah it's a crap chew whether your body wants to bring it back or not
0: oh and like what a
1: worse time in life to have bell's palsy at 11th grade
0: oh my god (laughs) like
1: literally the worst possible time that you could ever have that
0: Right. I wasn't like bothered. I wasn't embarrassed of it because yeah. I knew it was in like my head medical. I thought. I knew it was temporary, right? right? So it's kind of like this is a quirky adventure for right. me. Like I I like having all these weird ailments. Yes. Yes. No. <laughs> I like think about it cuz Brian and I weren't dating yet and I like think oh. like Oh.
1: In eleventh grade, yeah, really.
0: Uh yeah, we started dating the summer between 11th and 12th.
1: Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So he does Oh right, remember, you guys right. are a year ahead of me. I forget that you're a year a year in his year.
0: Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, because I, mean. I, even though we're closer in age, know yeah. you and I are closer in age because I was a baby. Yeah. in 11th grade. So yeah, goodness. The. Um, Don't remember what I was gonna say.
1: (laughs) No problem at Um, all.
0: Yeah, the I'm very happy that you are alive and well. Um, Yes, me too. I want your taste to come back. What kind of crunchy food do you like? Like what kind? Because there's so many different crunches. So many.
1: Um, I mean, I've I've always liked. I've always preferred crunchy food. Like I always chew my ice. Very Mm. like. Very into crunchy things. Um, Mm -hmm. my favorite thing that I've eaten so far is i had like a chicken caesar wrap the other day and that Mm -hmm. like i don't know something about the lettuce and the chicken and the just like that kind of like crisp crunch with the dressing it was just like superb in my mouth so good that is what my life is now (laughs) which is fine which is fine
0: yeah. I hope it comes back yeah. sense, obviously, but i I'm yeah. glad that you can still enjoy some of the joys of food,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll get there, yeah, even if we don't We
0: well, let's we believe, yeah, we believe yeah, but we can believe yeah you're you're better, um, I think you're well above average in like let us accept the possibility that this won't go well, yeah, like yeah. you're very um I think it's
1: okay, we're all gonna yeah. be just fine
0: hopefully. Yeah. Today we are talking about American Airlines flight 587. Uh I had told you I would tell you what plane we were going to be talking about, <laughs> yeah. but I didn't. So uh, we're not talking about a common plane okay. today. We're talking about an Airbus 300. Oh, an um, Airbus plane, okay an Airbus plane. Yes, Airbus. American Airlines <clears throat> again, but this time Airbus, so not Boeing, the other guys.
1: Airbus fascinates me. I I literally have zero knowledge of Airbus. Airbus fascinates me because of the name.
0: Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm.
1: like it's very original but also very not. And it's funny <laughs> to me like what like what are what was the process of naming your your <laughs> giant company? Right. Like, right. what are we? It's like a bus, but in the air, so Airbus. That right? You that's, get it. You get it. Right? Get like it. I don't. So I'm right. I'm excited. I'm very excited for the story. I'm glad we're doing an yeah. Airbus story.
0: Yeah, the people who fly our planes like being compared to bus drivers, right? That's what they're. That's, it, that's, that's, that's their favorite
1: thing in the world. I'm sure. Yeah, it's about people the same. love. Yeah. Right. Right.
0: People love the bus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's try to associate <laughs> our product with the bus. The bus. Something everyone right. loves.
1: It's as easy as driving a bus.
0: And as enjoyable yeah, for I'm the sure. passenger. Right. The passenger experience. Right. Oh my God.
1: Well, yeah. we love bus drivers. If you're a bus driver right now. Oh then, my gosh. Yeah. We will have you on our podcast. Tell us about your bus adventures. I think we should probably
0: I think a second podcast yeah. where we just talked about crazy bus stories yep. would probably be way more interesting. I saw I the, know, the it, most it, crazy
1: it, it, thing on Instagram today. Tell me. A bus... I Okay, so I don't know actually when this happened. It, I think it happened yesterday. I'm not entirely sure. A bus barreled over a bridge in the Bronx. And, like, it was one of those um double buses. You know how they, like, connect it with the, like, yeah. the, like, black accordion thing? Yeah. It was hanging... Like, the first part of the bus was, no. like, hanging over the bridge. And the second part of the bus was still on the bridge. It was the weirdest... Like probably the most scariest thing in the world for that bus driver, oh because you're just you're just going, and obviously everybody on board. But like you just fly over the side of this bridge, but you don't hit the ground. Like it didn't oh hit gosh. the ground; it was just hanging there. It's crazy.
0: Oh my Even gosh. Like, wait, like the the front was hanging over. Yeah, or... like the whole oh half,
1: like the whole half of the front of the bus was hanging over, and it was so close to the ground, but it didn't actually hit the ground.
0: Oh my god. I was just thinking like,
1: oh terrible. Terrible.
0: I want to look that up and know more about that. Yeah,
1: look it up. It's great. I think I think um I think it said like eight people were injured, but it doesn't sound like anybody died, so very good. Good.
0: Very, very good. Yeah. I hope the bus driver is okay. And I hope that it wasn't his fault.
1: Right. Exactly. The um the
0: Airbus. Uh, three hundred seats somewhere in like the two seventy range. Oh, um, so a bigger plane. Yeah, bigger plane. Um, they have two engines, and if they don't, someone will email us and let us know. But <laughs> I would, I am pretty sure they have two engines. They appear to have two engines, okay. and it does come up. So I think they have two engines. Okay. Um, and this particular flight is traveling from JFK to santo domingo in the dr oh dr flight all right yeah all right the um there's 260 people on board total 251 passengers and nine crew so it's quite 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 full Mm -hmm. the um pilots flying are ed and sten (laughs) s-t-e-n ed and sten perfect ed (laughs) captain ed first (laughs) officer sten awesome Um, this flight took place on November 12th, 2001. Oh, exactly. So for all you kiddies out there, if you put JFK in New York planes, and 2001 together in a sentence, like the stage is set because you may recall or you may not recall because it's it was possible so yeah
1: it's possible <laughs> listeners, some may not recall right
0: September 11th <laughs> 2001 was just over two months prior to this
1: mm-hmm.
0: so September 11th was a day where <laughs> no no hopefully right you know, right, right hopefully if not we're not I gonna mean... we'll we'll do an episode on yeah. it yeah but But hopefully you have some base knowledge. So since planes were involved in that, people are already freaked out about planes. I remember seeing on the news that it was like $15 to fly to New York City and like the flights were still going empty because nobody. Yeah. Like if you think right now at this moment in time in history with Corona, how flying is super cheap. Yeah. Okay. Like planes are not involved in Corona. Right. Right. They didn't cause corona. They don't cause it. But obviously, planes were used in the September 11th attacks. So the airline industry is already suffering. People are afraid to fly. This is in New York City at JFK. This is uh immediately after september 11th when everything is it's indescribable like if you don't remember and it's mm-hmm. okay if you don't because that's how time works yeah. and not everyone can remember everything but it's indescribable how scared and like angry and confused and intense yeah. that time yeah. was
1: yeah <sighs> yeah 100% you know i was i was thinking not to get too political on this podcast particularly, <laughs> but I was thinking um, the other day how different now I feel than I felt during September 11th. And I think, yeah. like, we were younger, but we still knew mm-hmm. what was going on, obviously. And it was, like, mm-hmm. it, it impacted our lives, you know, pretty. I mean, living in the state, it was, like,
0: yeah, it was
1: very impactful, obviously. And... um i remember thinking like okay this is bad but we're gonna be okay like the people in charge Um, are gonna take care of us and it's gonna be fine you know like um, and i just i obviously i'm older now so that my life outlook has changed a lot in that anyways but um yeah i don't know it just feels different this time
0: (laughs) it's (laughs) It's very different (laughs) i i think that
1: but I wonder yeah, how adults I mean, just... like I would I would be interested to to know how like people who were established and adults during nine eleven and who are still adults now, because um, that's how time works. But uh, exactly. to to see like if that's how they felt like if they felt you know like obviously they were very scared, but I wonder if they had more like um like they trusted kind of the overall system more now than they did.
0: Yeah, that actually comes up a little bit in this. Story. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, there's a we, we can swing back around to yeah. that and and talk more because um, how people like how trustworthy people perceive mm. leadership to be yeah. is I mean anytime something goes wrong it comes up right yeah. anytime there's like a big disaster yeah um, and obviously the biggest like single moment of a disaster right yeah. the, in our lifetime even, I mean because I do think September 11th was a bigger disaster than Corona yeah. In some ways, yeah. it's different, but in I mean, we don't know what the his, we don't know what the ramifications are going to be right. for decades to come. But I mean, yeah, well, so uh, we've got our American Airlines, our AA A three hundred, <laughs> so our American Airlines Airbus three hundred, and um, it's lining up to on the it's taxiing uh, to the takeoff runway. And ahead of it, on this fall day in 2001, is the elegant, the beautiful, the exceptional, the marvelous Japan Airlines yes! 747. Jow. Oh, my God. The JAL 747. Yes. The most beautiful plane. Ugh. The best service. The nicest Japanese people. Yes. <laughs> like with their windows Some of my co-workers.
1: Closed, with their windows yes. closed.
0: Tomoko, Alan, you're there. <laughs> Jerome, Arian, all at work this day. I've like ha- wow. I've had this conversation with some of them before. Joe, God rest his soul, also there. Yeah. So uh, some of my former coworkers who I I don't know if you listen to this, <laughs> but somebody knows what I'm talking yeah. about. So if we
1: do, we love gel. Uh,
0: I mean love gel. if you can
1: just look up the gel seven four seven, like oof.
0: It is oh, a beautiful glorious.
1: plane. Beautiful it's a beautiful plane, plane. it's just so powerful like in charge plane. and just yes it looks nice and sleek but massive mm-hmm. and
0: powerful Ugh, it's a perfect plane exactly the uh tomoko in, <laughs> and erica and jerome yeah. and arian are loading up the japan that we they are all I guess sitting in the office now because the plane is full and it's out on the (laughs) taxiway and that's what we did was to go back to the office and like quietly wait for it to take off. But, um, so that beautiful plane is on the taxiway ahead of American Airlines flight 587. So the Japan Airlines flight, uh, Japan Airlines flight 47, if it matters, but, um, is, uh, the next for takeoff, and they get permission to roll, and they take off, right? So we have to talk a little bit about something called wake turbulence, and I sit down because I'm pacing, and I'm going to run out of breath. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so wake turbulence is turbulence <laughs> caused by the wake of another aircraft, right? right? So if you're in a boat, right, if you're in a little <clears throat> canoe or swimming and a big, huge cruise liner goes by, obviously the the waves, the ripples, the ter- the wake of that boat will bump you, yeah. right? And it can be really extreme, right? The wake of, like, a huge ship can be enough to really mess with a small boat, right? It can be genuinely dangerous yeah. sometimes. So... Wake turbulence is something that, uh the same way any boat or any person, a duck, everything <laughs> will create some, like, a little wake in the mm. water. Any aircraft is going to make some some, uh, wake turbulence, mm. right? So, if you imagine that you are behind a cruise liner bobbing on the water with one of those, like, little ring... Um, floaties or whatever and as it goes by if you are behind it right or particularly behind and to the side of it to the right or left you know it'll be um, you'll get bounced around Mm -hmm. so the important the only thing that matters (laughs) about this is really that as the air comes off the wing of the plane as it like goes down 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 And comes off the tip of each wing Mm -hmm. it creates a vortex like an actual in again 365 degrees of space Mm -hmm. so it creates a vortex of spinning air so if you are even a fairly big plane like an airbus 300 Mm -hmm. right a massive gel 747 (laughs) creates a ton of wake turbulence the vortices coming off the wing tips of that huge plane all four engines blasting right the the vortices coming off those wings are can be very intense can be dangerous Mm. right and so you have to make sure that you don't um get you don't want to fly into that way because you are dependent on (laughs) air to keep you in the air right right so you so it's like you have
1: to wait a certain amount of time after someone like gel takes off and you have to wait a certain amount of time waiting
0: is part of Mm -hmm. it and then not being in the direct path of the turbulence is another part of it so um there is, like, as you take off, you want to try to either go above or below or stay below the um, turbulence, mm-hmm. right? Or, like, the vortices, and they'll dissipate at a certain uh, point. And as – so I'll probably cut this out because it's – I don't know how clearly I'm explaining No, you're doing it. very, very well. But as the plane takes off, if you imagine, like, watching the plane go up – a the plane is ascending Mm. right but the vortices the spinning air is also falling right gravity is still affecting it so the angle that um, you would hit the turbulence at is different subtly different from the angle that the plane is actually ascending at so if you stay above the flight path of the 747 you're above it and the vortices are dropping Mm. anyway. So you won't touch them at all. You won't come into contact Mm. with them. So you want to give it time and you want to stay out of the path of the 747, Mm. right? Or of the vortices. So this is doable. This just to be clear, like this happens there, there are restrictions on how quickly planes can take off after one Mm another. The, there's other reasons besides wake turbulence for that. The big one, obviously, being um sometimes planes have to like abort takeoff. Sometimes planes have to like you need to space this out a yeah. little bit. But at the same for safety, at the same time, JFK wants to get people moving, <laughs> right? Like you've got a million yeah. planes that got to take off today, so there's a lot of pressure to keep it tight and like not waste time. And then obviously safety yeah, matters yeah, right definitely. so
1: we can I ask a question how please. many runways does JFK have
0: so I don't know <laughs> <laughs> okay great <laughs> like I don't know how many they had at this time and I don't know how many they have now because it seems like I think that there's three but I think that it also changes because they have to like repair them and like redo wow the thing, okay. and, like they paved they like repaved the one when I worked at Terminal One. They like repaved our runway, mm-hmm. but like while they were repaving it, like you could only use it if it wasn't raining. And so Jeez. I just don't know.
1: See, I was thinking like Let's thirty, forty.
0: Yeah, no, that'd be nice, yeah. wouldn't it? I'm look it up right now. That's
1: I mean JFK is a massive international airport, obviously, and the fact that they have that right. many runways.
0: But the other piece of that is, like, so you couldn't have, like, so everything's coming down to, like, this little point, mm-hmm. right? Like, the runway is such a, or like, the airport is such a small point in space compared to, like, all of the airspace right. in the world. So even if you had 30 runways, like, the planes can't be that close together at so that So it wouldn't point, even matter, yeah. Right? You have to, like, keep everything spaced. um, Otherwise, people run into and each other. And in each, each other's <laughs> wake. Very important. Exactly bingo uh how many runways do jFK have okay four yeah, there you go I there's you can look up runway maps and um see yeah. stuff like that Buffalo has one yeah, yeah obviously you know we actually have somebody hey you out yeah. there listening right now somebody from the u k has listened to all of our episodes thank you. and if that's you hey <laughs> Throw us an email so we can know yeah. where you are. But also, um, how many runways does LHR have? Because it seems like a mess <laughs> over there, <laughs> and that's not your fault. And maybe you work there, and you can tell me how much of a mess it is. And I would love that. Yeah. But um, so beautiful. Jet plane takes off, and as it's taking off, uh, air traffic control tells. Sten and Ed, Ed, thank you, tells Sten and Ed, um, you know, watch out for wake turbulence, which is part of air traffic's uh, air traffic controls job. So one of the thing ATC is monitoring is not only whether or not planes are going to physically crash into each other, but whether whether or not they're going to um cross each other's mm. wake, right? That's part of air traffic, part of what uh, I mean, honestly, it's unbelievable to me how much air traffic controllers have to yeah. keep in their head at any given moment. Mm-hmm. But that is another piece. And then they remind pilots to remember it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Safety. I don't know. It's incredible to me. So the air traffic controller says like watch out for the um wake turbulence from that plane. And Sten says to Ed, you okay with that distance? Like he, he asked the captain. So the first officer asked the captain, like, do you feel like this distance is great enough? Mm -hmm. And the captain's like, yeah, it's fine. So there's something else that I don't know if we've really touched on before. Um, 90% of the time when you're flying, the first officer is the one who's Mm -hmm. flying the, First officer uh, will do the vast majority of the taking off, landing, flying, all of that because they are junior, yeah. right? Because they're learning, because they're still like taking in new information and they need mm. the practice. Um, and I've had different captains tell me like, it makes sense because you want to give them the practice, but it also means that you don't have the practice yeah, that's as true. a captain, <laughs> And they are in the flight simulator all the time and stuff like that. And I'm, I have full confidence in captains. Like, I'm not saying that they don't, I'm saying that for their sake, I've had different captains express that they wish they did a little more of that. But so the first officer in a lot of the stories we talk about, the first officer is the one who's flying when the thing goes wrong. And then the captain is the one who's flying and tries to like Mm, fix it. Right. And that's the system we have. So, um, So, Sten asks the captain, you okay with that distance? Captain says yes. So, everybody's very aware of this wake turbulence. Everybody's aware of the distance. Everybody's aware of this, right? It's on their mind. So, they get cleared for takeoff, and they roll, go down the runway, take off into the air. As they're ascending, they get uh, directions to ascend to a certain altitude. They have a little bit of a left turn they have to make. Things are normal in this moment right they hit a little bit of turbulence which is Mm. normal and fine it is is. it's normal and it's fine they hit a little bit of turbulence they bump past it whatever as they're ascending they hit more turbulence and it gives their plane a little Mm. shake right and the captain says Yeah, a little bit of wake turbulence, like acknowledges the wake turbulence. And the first officer is flying, acknowledges it as well. Just say, yep, yeah. But as they're flying through the wake turbulence, and again, at this moment, it's just turbulence. They actually are totally fine. They really are fine. Sten starts to hit the rudder controls to try to stabilize the aircraft to try to offset the Mm. turbulence now the rudder controls if you imagine your plane again right in your um in your mind imagine a plane and you can see that a plane can like roll it can go pitch up and down and it has yaw right so yaw is that yaw is how your car drives yaw is how a boat turns from okay. right to left well yaw is you walking yeah. around in space right you turn mm. and keep walking right so yaw is the plane moving on that axis yaw right? yaw yaw who came up <laughs> with that yaw i don't know it is funny pitch isn't it? roll
1: and yaw great exactly <laughs> thanks thanks all right
0: So yaw is controlled um, by the rudder inputs. So, again, if you imagine the plane in your mind, you have the um, tail Mm -hmm. fin, right, at the back of the plane. And that has the, like a rudder, like you would find on a boat, right, a regular rudder on the back. And pilots control that with pedals uh, at their feet. Oh, yeah. So, like, if they want. Yeah. 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 It's cool, right? Like, they, you can, like, press the right pedal, um, the, like, rudder will turn to the right. This is probably wrong, because it's (laughs) both controls. You get it. So, as they are um, ascending, they hit a little bit of turbulence. Stun wants to stabilize the aircraft. Slams his foot down on the rudder. And as he's doing that, the plane obviously yaws hard to the right. Okay? So... He then slams on the other side, trying to stabilize oh it, right? He's hitting the controls really, really hard. So the pilot or the captain is like, Are you okay? And he's like, Yep, yep, I'm okay. And as they're going, he's there, the plane is starting to kind of like whip around because of the combination oh of the wake God. turbulence and the rudder control. So the plane's kind of like whipping around. As they're flying, the captain is uh, agitated. Yeah. you would say, you know, just saying like, can you? He's like, can you? Can you get out of it? And he says, like, I don't know what we're stuck in. So as Sten is hitting the rudder controls, he's misinterpreting the effect that his own controls oh, are no. having. So the things. So he's having these inputs. He's hitting the. The rudder controls, but as he's doing it, the plane isn't responding as he expected, so he thinks that they're getting whipped around by the god, But
1: it's really just him slamming on them,
0: yeah. So, as he's hitting it, he hits it once like hard and uh, he's hit the left, he slammed on the right, he slams on the left again, slams on the right again. The plane is getting like whipped, whipped, whipped around with slams one more time to try trying to stabilize that the tail fin rips oh off the plane it ripped off the plane the the force of literally they're whipping around in the air so hard that it tore <laughs> the lugs off the plane it flies into oh. jamaica bay in new york city and queens the 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 tail fin poops off into the water. <laughs> this is within a minute of oh takeoff. My God. Like this is all happening. Just like three hundred really
1: people on board, roughly.
0: Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, two months after 9 so As the
0: plane, two months after nine eleven. So as the tail fin rips off, so friend of the show Mark Fetters, who is a pilot, who did a story mm-hmm. with us that um, might be in this episode or it'll be in another yeah. episode um ex- pointed out uh, amongst other issues with this uh losing the tail fin is obviously mm. catastrophic because you can no longer control the plane but it also radically changes like yeah. the weight and balance like you just right. lost part of the plane it's gone so your center of gravity is all messed up and you have no like nothing that will stabilize your aircraft oh, so it rips off falls into the bay
1: and is do they are they aware of this like they know that they lost oh no no.
0: that's the other thing they don't know exactly what's wrong but as that happens so because if you imagine they've 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 turned they've literally pushed the plane so hard in one direction so fast that the air like pushed the tail fin right there's no like indicator light like tail fins not here that starts no right that's one of the things that's that is one of the pieces that's hard God, right they can't right, see right. the plane because they're on it so as that happens the plane does something called a flat spin and i didn't know yeah. what that word meant i hate knowing what it means no. a flat spin is when it like spins like a freaking oh, frisbee no. like it just spun like the weight changed oh. the plane spun like a frisbee and again this is within seconds of hitting the the turbulence the second time this is seconds later right this is all happening extremely quickly like there's no way i can tell it as quickly as it happened the plane spins and they still don't really know what happened the force of the plane spinning and falling both engines (gasps) fly off one engine hits a gas station in Queens. The other one hits somebody's boat in their yard Ugh. or whatever. As So the plane, so no engines, no tail fin. The plane crashes into somebody's no. house on 113th, 131, 113 Bay Street, um, Bay Beach, whatever. In Queens, yeah. anyway. In, um, in Queens. It just crashes into a house it's a house this is all happening i don't even think i said it at like 9:30 oh in the morning oh my god so this plane crashes into like a block of houses
1: yeah i was going to say a lot of houses probably two months i mean it's pretty big
0: yeah two months after 9/11 new york, right. in new york city oh my gosh so this is also again a neighborhood right I would love to be at that gas station though when that
1: that engine landed, like like this pissed off gas station owner,
0: like what the fuck is going on?
1: Like exactly, exactly. But also terrible. Plane.
0: Who do you call? So a plane crashes on your block. Who do you call? Right? People call like nine one one. Uh, Same with 9-11, that like an actual bizarre attack like this happens and it's like, I guess the firemen, like cops, like who do we send, right? So, but it's in a neighborhood in Queens, so the first cop to show up like lives on that block and doesn't have any idea of his family. He just is the guy who rolls up on the scene. Not a whole lot he can do. The scene uh, again, I try to, like, spare some of, like, the more terrible details, but, like, the scene is very yeah. gruesome, yeah. right, and people are, like, obviously looking for their families, like, people who live in the houses, people who live on the block, the cop is, like, working, trying to, like, coordinate everything, and then his boss gets there, and his boss was, like, Like, don't you live on this block? Like, where is your family? Like, where? And he's just like, I don't know. Like, I have to, like, because, you know, people try to, like, hold down the fort, right, when in Mm. emergencies like this. And he was like, go find your family. And he, like, ran around looking for them and, like, going to the neighbor's houses. Like, it's an extremely chaotic scene. And that cop did find his family, he heard, because people had heard the plane yeah. coming toward them, right? You can hear, loud, I mean, yeah. I hear planes flying ahead yeah. at my house. Do yeah, you hear uh, house? we
1: consistently have NYPD yeah. helicopters above our house, so that's that. Oh, yeah. Yes, they They do. want you to hear In that. In the middle that's of the friggin' worthless. night, but anyways. But.
0: Stay tuned for more after the break. So this extremely chaotic scene in new york city yeah. two months after 9-11 too much they also cannot understand what yeah. happened right they don't understand what happened yet the um people pretty much everywhere yeah thought terrorism right right away thought terrorism and i've because of the order i've told this in all of our dear yeah. listeners know it's not terrorism which i think you would have guessed because if i was like Do terrorist you remember that right. second terrorist at day? a house in queens i don't remember that <laughs> yeah but the um let's open up my notes so the um the, uh, people pretty much thought terrorism right away and they couldn't understand the, the damage to the plane mm. was very bizarre, right? As they're trying to collect all that stuff, because, like, they need that engine. They need, right, like, to look at the wreckage. They need all of the um, everything that's uh, that they can. They need to look at all of the evidence they can look at. They found the tail fin, right, in the water, like a <laughs> crane, like a squirrel fished it it out of the water and that's very odd damage to a plane right Right. this doesn't make sense so as they're like trying to fit the pieces together while they're trying to fit the pieces together fucking Khalid Sheikh Mohammed Mm -hmm. or whatever his name is I'm gonna say it right who am I talking about Mariah Sheikh? there was a a informant who like an Al-Qaeda informant who Offered to trade information to the Canadian government for, in exchange for um, immunity. And he said that there were two different Canadian terrorists who had boarded two separate planes on November 12, 2001. And that one of them had failed, but the other one had successfully mm-hmm. blown up this flight, right? which was not true. And they, and the, so Canada, like, Sent a little note to America being like, hey, this guy says this is what happened. And they were like, there were no Canadians on this whole plane. There was not a single Canadian. And we already like ran everybody. It was just a lie. It was just a lie. It was just a freaking lie. Just a lie.
1: Did sorry, did um everybody on board die?
0: Oh God. Yeah. Oh everybody on board died. Yeah and houses. five people in like the <clears throat> houses yeah Jeez. yeah I, it's
1: i don't remember this at all not one single bit of the story do i remember
0: i i remember it and actually i posted the um like tom yeah. broca newscast about it from the night And that you should. Did you watch that when you were? Um,
1: if it was on, like I would sit and watch it if it was on with my parents. Yeah,
0: yeah. If you watch that, I wonder if it'll bring anything back for you, because it like helped bring it back for me. I, I just remember the idea that like. I don't know. That's what trauma is, right? Something happens and then your brain goes, this is the thing that can happen again. So we have to be worried about it. We have to be afraid of it. So having a plane crash or blow up or whatever people thought had happened so close to 9-11 had the effect of just confirming everyone's mind. This is just a thing. We're just like going to have to live in this world where like planes crash into our homes or cities or When this happened, because they evacuated the Empire State Building completely and they evacuated the U.N. completely, the airports all shut down, like they locked everything down hard when this happened. So there is like another chapter to this where as they're trying to figure out what happened and as they have like the cvr they have like the cockpit voice recorder they have the um flight data recorder that shows what inputs the pilots Mm. are using right so they have this data and one of the things is obviously that they were concerned about the wake turbulence right unfortunately the pilots aren't are dead so they can't interview them or ask them like what you were thinking or what you thought was going on at this moment so they interviewed when, if you, I hope this never happens to anyone ever again. If you are a pilot who is involved in a crash, they do go back. If you're not there to ask, they're going to go and ask like your friends, your coworkers, other people you've worked with, your train. They're going to look at your training records. Like they're going to like dig in to try to understand you and what you're, mm, like what you might right. have been thinking at that time. Right. So. They went back and they looked at the training he had received and they looked at the, uh, they talked to like other captains, other people had flown with him. And one thing that other captains who had flown with him had said, he overreacted to wake turbulence. Like other captains had had the experience where they said like, yeah, he, the way he responds to wake turbulence is too extreme. The inputs Mm, he uses are too extreme. Right. But then they went back. And they looked at how Uh he had been trained. And at this time, the um, American Airlines flight simulator, right? A, the simulation that they had for wake turbulence was the most, it was as if it was wake turbulence that was impossible. It was impossibly severe wake turbulence that the simulation would run you through. So it's teaching you. That the situation is much more extreme to begin with than it actually is, right? And then number two, the way that it trains you is exactly what he did, right? It's to, like, basically slam on the rudder controls back and forth, right? So he was... That was exactly how the simulation trained him. There's another layer even because so if you are driving in your car right and you are going four miles an hour and you need to make a right turn right if you're going really slow and you have like a whole parking lot you you can like you can crank the wheel really hard right like you can crank the steering wheel really hard and just turn and it's no problem right But if you're going 100 miles an hour, you need to be very, very, very delicate with turning, right? If you try to just turn your car to the right, going 100 miles an hour, you're going to skid off the the road, right? So, yeah, exactly. Bingo. So in a plane with the rudder controls on the ground, going relatively, going slowly, right? If you hit the rudder controls If you slam on the rudder control, right, it still won't turn you very much, right? If you're going Mm. slower, you won't turn that much as you hit the rudder control. If you're going as fast as they were going in the air, that same physical input, the same action that you're taking with your foot will have a much, much, much greater impact, right? right? Because you're going so much faster, it has this much more extreme input, So, the training he'd had was for a situation that wasn't possible. It was way too extreme. And he had no idea, like, he did not have the information in his mind that it would, that it could, that that was even a thing that could happen, that it could rip the tail fin off. So, like, that, so again, going back to, I actually have it here, the NTSB's report, the um four causes of the accident according to the ntsb which is the national transportation safety board and mm-hmm. they're the people who investigate these um so the first cause is the first officer's predisposition wow to overreact to wake turbulence
1: like yeah yes, well it's true and but again but yeah not at the same time like i mean if that's how you're trained it. It's surprising when you were saying that actually, it's surprising well, exactly. to me that this has not happened more often. Yeah,
0: if with that training, like you
1: would think, right? I know that. I mean, the amount of turbulence, right? Like, I mean, if it, it was how they were being tried I don't know. That just seems very bizarre
0: to me. And I think that's part of the reason why, like he had this again. Like yeah. you can't go back yeah. and ask him, and that's a tragedy because he's not a murderer he's he he during the course of that flight as far as we know he a thought wake turbulence Mm -hmm. was more serious than it was and b really again thought that he was getting whipped Mm -hmm. around by the wake turbulence as he was putting in those inputs Right. Like as he was hitting the rudder controls with his feet, as he was stepping on those pedals, he didn't understand that like he was he didn't understand that his inputs were what was making the plane whip around. He thought that they were getting whipped around by the turbulence and he was responding in an extreme way to what he believed was extreme turbulence. And yeah i hate this story i hate this story i hate these ones that are like i mean because oh damn it It's so preventable i I mean it's just so it's so sad like obviously hindsight
1: it's you know it is what it is but it it seems in the moment it's also so preventable and that's what makes it so much more difficult
0: it's like he's just a
1: kid he's just doing what he's learned it was it was
0: exactly and it's it's yeah. like a, just a few seconds right like anybody who's been in uh, a car accident i don't know have you been in a uh, car my accident? my first we one driving? was
1: actually like a month ago i rear-ended somebody <laughs> and i was like please don't call the insurance i'll pay cash uh-huh.
0: <laughs> i do
1: <laughs> yeah i do that was my first one this. though 30 years yeah. almost so
0: but like very Thank very you. good you're a good driver i um i just anybody who's ever been in like a like a serious car accident where or anything where like mm. you lose control of the car like you don't know like there are a few seconds where a you're not in control and b yeah. you don't really yeah. know what's happening you know what i mean right. you're, you're you don't have that information um the oh the second cause they said was that the training provided by American Airlines that could have encouraged pilots to use the rudders Mm. aggressively. So they obviously acknowledged the training. The first officer likely, oh, the third cause was the first officer likely not understanding an airplane's response to full rudder at high air speeds or the mechanism by which the rudder rolls a transport category (laughs) airplane. I don't know what that second happens. But um Light, oh, and fourth cause, light rudder. Pedal forces and small pedal, mm. pedal displacement, <gasps> light, rudder. Say it five times, pedal times fast immediately. Forces and small, small pedal displacement of the A three hundred rudder pedal system increased the airplane's susceptibility mm. to a rudder misuse. Rudder pedal, <laughs> rudder is pedal. Not afraid. I, I mean, it's for. a tongue twister. <laughs> Oh, I listen. People, absolute (laughs) pieces of garbage, terrible, terrible people will mock or taunt some people for mixing up horrible people. And I have heard horrible people will make fun, will like taunt or or malign people for mixing up their L's and R's. And I will tell you, I hear friggin' Sally. From like Lockport, <laughs> mixing up Elsinars all the time. Ever since I worked at Jal, yeah. I was like, "Oh, friggin' everybody does this because L's and R's uh,
1: yeah, are
0: friggin' the it, same." Like, I get it, <laughs> I get it now. And I hear just like white people from yeah. friggin' Texas. Everybody's impossible. Everybody Those mixes two letters L's are and
1: impossible, R's. and put them together, forget it. Forget about it. What are forget we doing? It. Airlines.
0: What are we doing? What were we thinking? Sentence, in one word. It's too much terrible yeah so rudder (laughs) pedal go right to hell i love it (sighs) so eventually people came to understand and believe that it wasn't terrorism i don't know what happened to that guy who gave the Canadian. yeah that's kind of scary
1: okay but it wasn't him at the end of the day (laughs) yeah he has nothing to do with this unfortunately
0: no he did not have he had nothing to do with this particular event. Um, I wish that I yeah. had like everybody I used to work with. I wish I had their numbers because a lot of the people that I worked with did work at the airport at this time. Um, obviously, being in Queens, right? A lot of my co workers at the airport, like, yeah, lived yeah, near the crash site. You
1: know? So um, scary, I bet, for a yeah, while, it's
0: really. Yeah, it's really. Do you know how long to it took it them to been investigate
1: like... that? Like, did they know that it wasn't terrorism within a couple hours? Like, I know he claimed, uh, like Khalid Mohammed claimed that this was terrorism, right? He he did actually claim that.
0: He, so it, my uh, my it's like his somebody who was connected to him claimed that it was terrorism carried out by, um. Okay. She cle- Khalid Sheikh Mohammed like people like so he I himself see. didn't claim yeah um, the, you know how so after there's a terrorist yeah. attack somebody will like claim credit, credit right. for Ooh. it right credit Ugh. but um, somebody will take credit for it and then um, that didn't happen but what did happen was a guy like I guess saw his chance yeah. to try to get out of jail or get out of mm. being put on trial for his own crimes, so he said to the Canadians, I'll give you info if you... Oh, right, um, right, right, like right. give me... Um. What is it called? Give me... Wow,
1: we are winning with vocab today. We spent 20 minutes before this talking <laughs> guys, about the word our weak, darling. so... And ripple.
0: We did. We couldn't... <laughs> the words rake, rake and ripple damn it R's and,
1: right. <laughs> and w hope y'all are having a
0: good time listening to this um oh all of it yeah enough is not enough leniency. words are so um, hard
1: jeez louise amnesty no amnesty
0: that's what i wanted to say but it's not it's an i it's eye. not influence it's yeah. not insurance it's an i right let's go ask brian wait what is it called this could make it in is this gonna make it in listeners (laughs) can you hear us right now dear friends i especially want to hear from everybody who is from there's somebody from canada who's been we know we love canada too i really want to know who that is we do love canada and we're sorry that canada got taken for a ride jerk.
1: So but they kind tell of you about it, to give us a I call. Mean, you did
0: the right thing, passing it along. People from yes. Buffalo and people from St. Catharines yeah. are the same people. Border Canadians nice. are
1: different than we're all nice
0: to each other, it's like not bad. Toronto
1: Canadians. I will say
0: that. Yeah, we, we do. Are, people of the we border. We good the same. We'll get we are along. in fact the same. Yeah, we are the, we are the same. Although, I don't know, working at the airport that's on the other side of the American side of that border, listen, I love you all. Yeah. You live in St. Catharines right now. I want you to know that I love you. And I'm glad that Buffalo <laughs> Airport is there to serve your needs. But if you do get held up at the border, if you... I, listen, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm really, really genuinely sorry that you got held up at the border for four mm-hmm. hours and you missed your flight. I You didn't know want crossing that border is a hassle. To that flight. But...
1: The U.S. is it's not a big great. Hassle.
0: It's a big fat hassle. It shouldn't be. But what you got to do is you got to not yeah. yell at the person sitting at the desk. It's not border there. patrol. Because the person sitting at the desk, they don't. They're not giving the you a time. They're not border patrol. They're not. They're not. And like that person would yeah. like yeah. to put you on another yep. flight. They would. They want to help you. But if you yell and no scream good. at them. Or blame don't them, don't do it, or call them don't do names. It. That's the wrong. Word.
1: We love you, St. Catherine's, but don't, don't do,
0: do it. it. Be nice, yeah. We, we'll, oh, it I is a good time, St. Catherine's. It's a good time, everyone should yeah. visit. Yeah, we've had good times. God, when you could just cross <sighs> the, the border before anytime you wanted, when you could oh, go gosh. yeah, remember that. Okie dokie, yeah. friends. This is the story of American Airlines Goodness. Flight 587. Yeah. We have nothing but compassion for the pilots, for everyone mm. on board, for people who lost their lives in their houses, for people who yeah. didn't lose their lives but in lost York, their houses, God. just losing no. your house. Like, <sighs> God. Right. Imagine you're at work, everything's fine. Right. But you come home in after an yeah right by a plane exactly like come i think that's that's like a
1: really important key part oh. to the story obviously is the amount of fear
0: right right
1: well
0: yeah it's really sad yep yeah. yeah. um let's have a let's shamelessly have a part of this conversation where we yeah ask people to i mean we
1: we had the amazing aaron on last week and that was joy hi to all our fellow (laughs) mini air crash investigation (laughs) mini uh, listeners watchers yeah
0: Yeah, if you came here for mini air crash investigations uh, investigation oh actually so here's the thing so is it is it mini air crash investigation or mini air crash investigations hard to say who knows is our name of our podcast is is oh. the C capitalized? No, because like, is it? I have not yeah. been capitalizing it. So the podcast, just one word. But a lot of people the have been capitalized. Still it. one I was like, word. Oh, maybe that's how it just the it C is
1: capitalized or two so. separate words. First one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Second Which one? one? The first one. So the, one. the pod cra- <laughs> the is a word. Podcast is a one word. word. One C word. C is capitalized. Yep. The great fine that's our other people
0: have brought it to us that way like we weren't selling it that if way that's other what you want doing that it makes me think maybe that's the way to do it yeah if that's what you we want, want we just whatever want, you want and we you want, want you to be friends.
1: happy and healthy and just trying to make the best out of this life right now that you can well
0: yeah what we really want more than anything is for you to tell your friends about our podcast because It is so thrilling when gosh, we love getting emails, guys. Emails or texts or TikTok messages. uh,
1: We got an email last night. Send us all the emails. You will know about soon because it was just this incredible email. So Mm -hmm. more to come. We're gonna leave you on a cliffhanger.
0: Yes. Absolute absolute thrill. So don't hesitate to email us extra don't hesitate to tell your friends if you think this is even vaguely interesting to them and see you next week Bye. thank you so much for listening to this episode of the pod crashed Uh, we do have a few corrections um thank you so much to everyone who has reached out to us to share their expertise Um, We had the divine pleasure of getting a message from a former Boeing engineer who uh, explained, so in one episode, I said that the thrust reversers on a plane, basically uh, the engines spin backwards, and that's not the case. Um, Reading directly from the message we got, the engine fan does not reverse, Instead, the device redirects thrust in the reverse forward direction. However, the redirected thrust does not slow down or push the plane back, it merely disrupts the airflow so that the wing does not generate lift. So (laughs) uh, maybe I'm creating a future correction by saying this, but my understanding is that by interrupting the airflow over the wing, the uh, plane isn't able to maintain lift, which at the point where you would use thrust reversers would be landing when you would want to reduce lift. Um, And if I've just made a future correction for myself, I hope you'll all let me know. We also got some really helpful feedback on our Boeing 737 MAX episode. It does seem like there's enough left to say about the 737 MAX that we might do a future bonus episode about it where we go over some of the uh, feedback some of the corrections some of the um, help and understanding that people have shared with us if that's something you would like to be a part of or if you have any other corrections from any other episode please please feel free to reach out and let us know you could also reach out to us if you have a particularly interesting story Maybe you're you're a pilot, maybe you're just a passenger on a particularly interesting flight. Maybe you work at the airport, on the ramp, maybe you're air traffic control or an engineer. Whatever it is you do, uh, we would love to hear your story. And we are going to begin um, adding your stories to these episodes, so look forward to that. You can find us at thepodcrashed at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. You can also find us on Patreon. Patreon is a website where you can directly financially support creators who you enjoy. Uh, We certainly enjoy making these for you and hope you're enjoying it as well. Thanks for listening.